ready to dive in, to be enthralled? This is 2077. This is Indianapolis. run from our past, from money, from debt, from those who would kill us, to those who need killed, to those who need saving, to save ourselves, to escape the past, to bury it, to find salvation, to make ourselves stronger, to make ourselves whole again. Whatever the reason you run, it brought you here, in the shadows, into the crushing darkness and the smell of blood that plagues the filter air you breathe, mixed with the cold concrete you felt your cheeks pressed against. Your heads buzzed and swerved. Your lungs inhale hot metallic air as you wake into consciousness. You had to cough, perhaps to get some of the burning residue neurotoxin out of your lungs. Gradually, you felt your senses return along with the strengths in your arms and legs. It didn't stop muscle sores from all the manhandling that must have brought you here to whatever this dark places, and as you rise in the pitch-black void of the room, you hear similar coughs and brief dry heaves all around you. Shapes of limbs, heads, torsos, and other humanoid features move in the darkness, while your dry voices bounce back at you as sharp metallic rings in the air. <clears throat> you were boxed in, wherever you were. So as you wake up, wonder where you are, who you're with, and why you're here, contemplate this for a moment. We all run, but do you run from the shadows or deep into their darkest depths in hope of finding some light on the other side? But most importantly, what will freedom or salvation cost? Your answer? Well, the best place to start looking is somewhere in that pitch black darkness with whoever's in there with you. <clears throat> so... You, you guys, like, are kind of coughing some of the neurotoxin out of your lungs, and you're steadily waking up. It's pitch black. You can barely see. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my hand character left. So, apparently, everybody got hit with the giggle, giggle gas. Something like that. Man, I hate going to the dentist. <laughs> All right. So, who would like to speak first? Start with Wyatt. Uh, I was just going to add that since we got hit with Neurostun, um, that is actually really deadly. Are we going to start with damage? Nah, it's worn off. You slept. You slept. You slept. And we were passed out. In fact, you, got, you guys have no concept of how long it's been since you were gassed and then moved here. Yeah, I imagine they would have treated us. I'm going to look around and... Trying to get an idea of what I see with my fancy eyes. So at the moment, your fancy eyes, they don't actually see anything at the moment. Um, in fact, you're feeling that sickly feeling you get when you're not connected to the Matrix. 
But when you look for any sort of personas, you don't see any. I can see, like, uh, any, like... He can see an AR, yeah. Yeah, visual brain. Yeah, though, you made it sound like they replaced your eyes with cyber eyes. <laughs> nah. Um, Not I'm yet. gonna... What do I see with my normal eyes, which are special? <laughs> uh, your regular eyes. If you guys have normal eyes, you can't really see. The image link for your cyber eyes, for those who have it, mm -hmm. they, they start to adjust to the darkness, but... It's not made of like night vision, so it can't like illuminate the dark. So it's it's drawing some levels of shapes, and that's where you can also more clearly tell there's other humanoids in the room with you. I'm going to. Um, what about with my vision enhancement? Even that. So we're in true darkness. You are in pitch black darkness. I'm going to oh, to sit up and uh, <laughs> am I still manacled? Nope, you are actually free. In fact, you just feel the most. You feels like a pain in your chest. Like probably it was the neurotoxins that your neurostun that was there in your system that you're trying to just get out of there, cough it out. <laughs> do I have Do I have my gear next to me? None can of I, you have your equipment. Any, okay, uh, not a single one of you. Well, I'm uh, going so I pat to pat myself down. Do I have my glasses? No. Oh, fuck me. I, <laughs> I feel around for my horns to make sure that they <laughs> are still there. Uh, I'm gonna perceive astrally. I feel so, like it. You perceive astrally, and you notice there's five other shapes in the room with you. It's four, five other metahumans, each of them in a similar groggy condition. So everyone else is moving? They're starting to. They're starting to wake up, get up, get out there. I am going to um, get up, and uh, can I uh, roughly see the boundaries of the room? So when you try to see the boundaries through, like, the... Because um, they should just be gray walls. Yeah, the gray walls. You are in a large box, essentially. It's just wall to wall. It's just box. It's just big gray box. I'm going to uh, stand up and walk over to the walls and start to see if I can feel a door or any sort of opening. You go to the one directly in front of you, or do you go to the one back? Well, am I laying against the wall? Or am I laying you were laying on the floor. Just in the middle of this, this big box room. Uh, also, I stand corrected. Um, you don't notice five figures laying on the ground. You notice five of them on the ground and one more tied to a chair mm -hmm. toward the front of the room. I will... Actually, knowing that, I will go and uh, try and get a pulse for the person on the chair. There's a pulse, uh, but he's unconscious. I will sense. Nah, um, before that happens, as, you, as you're starting to check his vitals, make sure he's okay, and the rest of you are getting your bearings and looking around, seeing who's here. Uh, yeah, the first thing I'm going to do when I wake up is, you all would hear, like, the voice of a, a young boy, uh, being out in the darkness saying, Rude? Mm. Very. Don't kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have to make composure. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and, and, and I'm just going to try and come. I'm just going to be like, rude. Uh, not this time, you don't have to. Don't you, kill anybody. It's it's more for my. Uh, <laughs> You're good for now. Okay. Okay. So you heard a boy call out for rude. Someone else responded. Um, well, do you, do you what I want. <laughs> do the three of you, Kendall, Felicity, or Ben, do you say anything? Do anything? Just try to look around, get your bearings. Yeah, yeah. I, I try I, to stay very silent and like actually, try and figure I, out what's happening. I'm going to yeah. So because this is what they're doing simultaneously. Right? I know. Yeah. I'm just saying I've seen Ben's uh, yeah. astral signature, so I know who he is. 
Um, just takes a memory test, so go ahead and do one. So well, she's got all those bonuses. She's while like, while hey, she's what? while she's making that roll, do you have the? Um... After a few seconds of this, and she was checking the pulse. Mm-hmm. As you guys. No, I forgot to take it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Your photographic memory faded with time. I got four hits. Okay. You definitely recognize it. Well, knowing that this kid, whoever it is, is still alive, I'm going to go and... Uh... Now, um, I do got to jump in because a thing's going to happen. So as you okay. guys are getting your bearings, you check the guy with the pulse, and then you saw... D'Artagnan's signature you recognized. D'Artagnan. <laughs> As you guys are getting your bearings, a loud click accompanies the deafening hiss no. of an ear-blasting static that distorts throughout the room. It it literally like almost makes your ears bleed yeah, so loud. <laughs> Those with natural eyes are filled with a furious, eye-watering blue-white light that burns <laughs> the brightness of a hundred suns. Sucks to be all. <laughs> I'm still asked for perceiving. Mm-hmm. So. So before you could wonder if somebody dropped flash packs and flash grenades directly in front of you, the static that you're hearing just booming throughout this box space, um, it quickly begins to clear into a faint buzzing ambience, just more like a... kind of like a monotone ambience. And perhaps um, from the trip uh, projects that were emitting the gigantic AR screens you're seeing all around you. And those with cyber eyes can make out the final shape of the person who appeared on screen. But those without could steadily start to, to make up the shape of the person on screen. I've got my head fucking head down, just fucking wrong. This is not a great day for that. <laughs> so, this is awful. But they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and there Aren't it is. Glad you don't have to believe that tripe anymore. <laughs> oh no, she still does. It's, right it's still going to be a thing. Yeah. There's so, the first um, joke. You see a silhouette appear <laughs> of a person on the screen. Um, it's a cold figure seated at a table. Um, there's blue, white, and crimson red lights just framed at either side of his like toned leave body. You can tell he's some form of metahuman. His face was completely pitch black. and In fact, his entire front, aside from the outline that you can see with the red and uh, blue lights, was just as much so. Um, the two... Tiny specks of light over either of the figure's shoulders, um, round over his smooth, perhaps bald or tightly slicked back hair, and where what casts the shadows of that or what veiled his presence. <clears throat> the towering images of the screens almost completely overpower the smaller figure on the ground in front of you, tied to a chair with a bag over his head, and blood seems to stain his chest. As you take a few moments to try and size up the figure in the chair, or attempt to make out any more details of the man on screen, could it be an avatar? Um, On the holographic screens, loud thuds of his deep, filtered voice reverberate around the room as he begins to speak. I am Janice. And you are here because you have a debt to repay. I'm going to flip him off. The circumstances that bring you here do not matter to me, only your commitment and your loyalty. You hear the man tied to the chair start to stir and grumble incoherently. As he, uh, he too tries to regain consciousness. The figure of the man on screen, or Janus, as he identified himself, looks slightly down to the tied up figure. You also notice several more AR screens all around you in the room. 
Um, <clears throat> and they all, the man on the screen in each of them looked down, not simultaneously, down at the man in the chair. Before you is a stray among my flock, who broke his agreements of service to me and betrayed our mission. For his slight, his sentence is to be a demonstration to those who violate my contract. Oh, I'm going to get far away knowing what happened. So the man in the chair seems to pick up what's being said, and so does this other person you saw try to check on him. Yeah, and steadily, I, his breathing in the rapid I beating of his heart right. officer backing away. starts to hammer against his chest and goes, wait, 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 no, this is a mistake. I, I did everything you asked. I stole and I killed and I did all sorts of drug for you. You can't, you can't do this. No, don't. And just as the man was starting desperately to hop in his chair, like freedom could possibly be one small desperate struggle away, bang! An ear-shattering shrilled pang accompanies the top half of the man's head exploding into mist and viscera, like a skin balloon full of hot meat chunks and smoked bone popping into all directions. That's right, you weren't here for the last time that happened. (laughs) Bits of eyeballs land here, quarter-sized bits of brain scatter there, and a half-shape of a skull clatters against the ceiling and breaks into half somewhere in the room. The body, with a dangling tongue barely covered by what remains of the black knapsack, collapses onto its side with a dull thud, dumping bucket after bucket of blood onto the floor. It reflects a crimson flickering screen above it until the screen stabilizes, and a short pause later, the booming voice finally speaks up again through the ringing in your ears. Do I have your undivided attention? Yes. I guess. We're listening. I'm sure everyone is listening. I look around the room. Yeah. This room is a remote, isolated location that is used as a means of evaluating certain prospects. No one knows you are here, and there is no access from the outside world. You are not the first in this room, but it has been configured specifically for you and those standing beside you as members of your team. Surrounding you is 15 feet of concrete in almost every direction, laced with biofiber and Faraday material. Behind you is a blast security door made of Durasteel and contains several analog locks that can only be configured at a specific outside location. The door will only open after you pass a series of trials that will test your capabilities as individuals and as a team. At this moment, an invisible odorless gas is currently filling this very room and has already entered your lungs. In one hour you will lose consciousness and shortly afterward you will die. The antitoxin is just outside those blast doors, as well as one of your vehicles containing you and your team's equipment for your coming assignment, assuming you survive these trials. If you complete them and prove your worth, I will give you your next step toward clearing your deaths. Best of luck, Shadowrunners. The screen (coughs) flickers out, and the floodlights kick in that don't illuminate every single corner of the room where you suspect cameras might be watching or evaluating from. It's just above dim, making things workable to see, but especially easy to notice a series of white wall plaques circling the room's black light-soaking walls. Five line each of the four walls, with every small wall plaque containing a carving of a face of some historic figure. And etched above them are their names. The front wall, for example, from right to left, show Apollo, Mercury, Saturn, Jupiter, and of course, Janice. Your hour to survive and escape has begun. So, what would you like to do first? <sighs> I well, get up. Okay, I'm gonna oh. try to pry the door open. All right. Oh, well, I was gonna cast shape Durasteel, but it's concrete. 
He said the door was Duracell. Well, it's a very challenging material to get through. Well, Oracle gets up, brushes himself off, looks around, stares at a, <laughs> at a particular person, doesn't say anything, and goes, Alright, would you like to play a game, guys? So guys, I am actually starting a timer for this. Agitated oh, voice, and oh, he starts to feel around the walls where the plaques are. So let's go turn by turn here. So Wyatt, you start, and then to be damn ben. nice. Okay, <clears throat> I am going to cast Shape Durasteel at the door oh, at Force. Oh, I can't remember what the. What the object resistance on Durasteel is. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I'm going to do... <clears throat> I think it was the highest was 15. You know what? I'm going to do <clears throat> Force 8. And I am going to pre-edge it to blow through the limits of the spell. This is going to hurt. Or is it a die scale? In fact, here's the kicker. You don't even know if this is reinforced or steel. Yeah, you know. It's Durasteel over a layer of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Three, four, five, six, Doors. seven, eight, nine. Nope, I lost count. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Is that thirteen? Yep. Okay, thirteen hits. Wait, you pre-edge, so all your sixes. Oh, thank you. Just explode. I know how to play. It's been a while. We know how this game works. 14. Was it 14? It might be 14. I don't know. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 10, no, 13. 14, 15, 16, 16 hits. Okay. And I can move it or reshape it in any way I desire at a mass, maximum movement rate of... Okay, 16 meters per turn. Now, um, here's what happens. The Durasteel starts to bend. Like, you start to get the door cracking open, but then you notice there's some extra force resisting against you, not just the Durasteel itself. Yeah, but and I can, should be able to peel the Durasteel off that. But what mostly happens is you, you manage to bend some of the metal, and you start to get a very, like, tiny part, like, at least partway through the seam. But it doesn't go all the way, and it something stops you completely dead in your tracks before you could get too far. Shit. Wait, you're astral perceiving, right? Yep. Does she see magic when that happens? Uh, no, so there's something else acting against her outside. Mm. Could also be a ritual spell or a combination of things. That's what I was saying. I was thinking that <coughs> it was somebody dispelling your spell. Um, so bet. Um, it easily could have been, um, there are certain plants that you can lace through that will do it as well. Mm-hmm. So, they proofed the shit out of this room, so you focus on these trials. Well, I mean, I go over to the plaques and look at them. Okay. So you go look at the plaques. Um, I'm also going to start timer here in just a second, since you're examining. So, uh, you know the first five. Um, on the right side, from left to right, is Mars, Vulcan, Neptune, Sol, and Orcus. On the back, toward the door which she was trying to peel apart, is Liber, Bacchus, Tellus, Ceres, and Juno. And on the left is Luna, Diana, Minerva, Venus, and Vesta. Jesus. 
Some of them are Roman gods. Some of them are Greek. Some of them are repeating. Mm. I'll go over to the Janus one. <laughs> uh, you all roll perception first. All right. All right. Woo! Uh, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how much. I don't remember oh. how much I rolled to. Searching. Uh, this is kind of a visual thing, so not searching. You said perception. Unless there's a specific thing you want to search. I mean, I, I'm searching the. Well, let me see what let me see what Tyler says. I am actually going to focus on the people. I'm going. I'm going to just walk walk by every person and see what we all have on us. Okay. So, just as an obvious note, none of them are armed. None of them have equipment. It's Obviously. just them in their armor. Yeah. Okay. So, four. Four. Okay. Ooh. Oh, right, I should actually roll my perception. I thought I gave myself a perception, but apparently not. So, Rude, as you were... Rude in particular, as you were skimming around the room... Oh, okay. Um, you just notice the plaques, the details of the plaques, and they look like they were the etched faces, like, carved out, out through the plaque. But you didn't seem to notice that as your attention sort of hovered on the body. Like, you were wondering if the body had anything on it, and you okay. notice there's a bulge in his left pocket. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, it's not a. Uh, no, it's not that. You, you see, um. Oh, I, I never said I stopped astrally perceiving, so I wouldn't have seen that actually. So you notice there's something like like a round pommel is sticking out of the back of his waist. All right, so I take three physical damage. From stun because I got more hits than my magic reading. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna do a magic and we just see you convulse slightly. No, <laughs> her fucking fingernails are bleeding and shit. It's like, oh, you little, up your hands. Little, little bit of blood. Come out. Quick camera question. I haven't actually like done the completed character thing. It's still in new character mode. So it is under your. Character, character info. Info. Character, character info. Character info. Mark it as created at the top there. And then save it, and it'll mark it. Okay. And there it'll we go. go through. Make sure you and then and then save it. Sheet. I did. Okay. All right. And so, then save, and then it'll say, "Are you ready to create this character?" Well, so, DJ, as soon as you tell me you're gonna go check out what that thing you saw was, I'm starting the timer. Do you go look at it? No, I tell the rest of the, uh, everybody. I'll, I'll say it in Rude's voice. I'm not going to do the thing. It's too much of a... Yeah, you, you tell them uh, that you notice something on the body? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, there's something on the body of this right. symbol here. Your hour timer begins now. I'm going to search the body. Okay. So when you go to the body and you see the thing Root points out, you look and you see it's a knife holster. And you pull it out and you see the knife and there's something written in German engraved on it. Oh shit! Oh, fuck. Anybody speak? I was pretty sure you spoke German. Uh, do, <laughs> do I? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> That's oh, right. I forgot I spoke a language. For character reasons, I have multiple languages. Oh cool. So Tyler, you're bilingual, right? Yes, with with German and English. So do you notice that it says the heart yields all secrets? <sighs> oh boy. Sound it. And, uh, and I, I, I say that out loud, just sort of like to myself, but loud enough for everybody to hear. What? What was it? <laughs> the heart Jesus. yields all secrets. The heart yields Fucking all bastard. secrets. Kid, give me that knife. I toss it to you. I'll catch it, and I'm going to go over, and I'm going to crack this guy's chest open. Yeah, and in fact, right away when you take your shirt off, you notice there is a scar there. So you just 
dig your knife into the scar and go. Oh, you meant literally. Uh, and <laughs> um, go ahead and you can do palming or perceptional work. Uh, I think my perception is higher. Let me double check. I might need to roll composure. Oh, I actually took palming this time. Uh, something similar to a medical procedure. Uh, you can roll composure then. Six. By the way, the uh, the uh, smell of cooked death is filling the room. Uh, oh, lovely. Oops, I didn't roll. Uh, two. Oh, fuck. How many hits? Two. I think in this case you're managing, barely. You well, almost throw up. Oh, wait, because of say, my, the level of my phobia, three. I have to meet three. It, it does depend on which test, and in this case I'm saying the threshold is oh, right. I feel nauseous, though. Like, feel I, I'm, 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 I'm seeing worse than the and bacon. It's fine. I'm assuming you move away. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna so, you see this elf woman, she's digging into the chest of the, the body. <laughs> Cursing Janice the entire time. <laughs> and after a few minutes, you feel nice. like some like thin object. It, it feels like oh, a... Oh, normally you associate the shape of it as a crud stick. Or some kind of flash drive or a data stick. You pull it out and look at it? Covered in blood Ooh. is, in fact, a data stick. It's Dar. <laughs> you guys hear the elf call to one of the group members and just says Dar. I'm just going to throw it at him. <laughs> it just thinks against him because he's not looking at you. He's turned away from the gore like I am. <laughs> no, he's fucking cringing that you like, said his name um, like that. But he's the, about the four of you realize these two know each other. Yeah, I, I, I gathered that. Mm-hmm. Y'all seem awful familiar. What's up? You seem awful. You seem awfully young to die. <laughs> yeah, I pick it up and I just start looking through it. All right, so it is encrypted. So if you make a, I'm just looking at it since so I'm using my physical looking at. Yeah, it? since I have my hands, I'm doing it in my mind, but like they don't know that. Um, I do. Thank you. No, I think so. I don't remember. It never really came up. So, you don't um, have to say that when to you're me. actually you digging that. through what's inside of it, you notice an encrypted file. Mm-hmm. If you do an edit file, you can decrypt it. Sure. It won't be too difficult. You're welcome to use mine. It may lose some of it. It's right here. Yeah, it's about uh, the same. They can be, except remember, you're basically you're in the room of a Faraday cage, so yeah. there's no matrix connectivity so outside. That could be, technically. Or not right this second. Ugh, fuck. I could have this myself. So while he's doing that, uh, I'm gonna compose myself. I'm gonna go over to Rude and like just put my hand on like his his arm, and look up at him, and be like, "We're gonna get out of this, big guy." Like he's trying to comfort you. He just looks <laughs> down at you like. <laughs> Am I the only one here who doesn't know somebody? I got three hits. Oh, That's easy. No, you oh, got cool. So this was actually relatively easy. Um, so what you get is a message. You've been praying. <laughs> a crypt cannot contain an angry soul, no matter how deep beneath the earth and stone you bury them. Uh, crypt? I assume you tell us all this. I say it out loud like him. <laughs> And I, is Pluto on the wall? Pluto. He's the god of death. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if he's the Pluto. is not on the wall. Mm-hmm. Can you repeat that line? The line is, a crypt 
cannot contain an angry soul, no matter how deep beneath the earth and stone you bury them. Can I, can I look at the ground? You can examine the ground. I do that. And you all can roll a memory test. Right. And uh, Ben, you can either roll memory or perception, whichever you're focused on more. Memory test, you say? Yes. What is my memory? <laughs> if somebody give me four hits, that'd be super. Kind of bad. <laughs> I got two, and you know what? Let's. I forgot what bonuses do. I got two also. It's post edge though. I got four hits. What bonuses? No, I have eight dice. What do bonuses do? Visual bonuses get? I got four as well. Uh, visual bonuses they increase your limit, but when you have wireless on, it gives you dice bonus equal to the rating. But Tyler got it. Um, I also got four. You also got four. You get four hits. Okay. Those have got four hits. You remember Janus's speech? He was saying something earlier when he was describing the room you're in. He says surrounding you is 15 feet of concrete in almost every direction. Mm. Mm. Oh. And you did your perception test? Yes. What'd you, What'd you get? I got, uh, well, if I have my visual bonuses, uh, do I have my visual bonuses? Do you have contacts in? Actually, no, you wouldn't have those anyway. Oh, shit, no. So are we, are we? <laughs> Three hits. I okay. feel like that means we got to break up from the So when you examine the floor, um, you I guess you kind of knock on it or you hit some metal against it, try to get some distinct different sound, and it's really, really incredibly hard to tell, but when you bang toward like the middle square of the room, the very center, you hear it's slightly hollower. Like you can almost hear an echoing underneath it if you listen just real hard enough. Hey, oh boy. you. Can I feel what can the... You... Uh... Try and punch a hole through this. And I nod, and I go over, and I punch really <laughs> hard. Okay, so um, I'm going to save a shit ton of rolls because you do dent it, but it's still thick. Mm. Um, Can I feel what material it is? Would I be able to manipulate it? It's the same cement, but you know that if it's thin enough, you can actually fly through it with your astral projection. All right, I will... You just see this elf woman, her body just drops in place, Ooh. and I'm going to astrally project and see if I can I'm going to go find over to her body and prop it up. So with a bit of work, <laughs> yeah, a bit of work you pass by a I'm going to check if she's alive. Line, so I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so with a bit of work, you pass through like a thick block. Like if it was probably maybe even a couple feet down, you probably wouldn't have gotten through it. But it was just hollow enough and uh, um, not dense enough. Opposite of that. Um, you come into like a, a pit, essentially. And at the bottom, you see the shape of a body. You can assume just from the shape and other details that that body's been there for a long time. Ooh. But you see an astral message written on the wall. Mm -hmm. In fact, you see two things on the wall. The first is, are you an Oathbreaker? Has he sent you to be punished here, too? Please ask the one beside him to help us find the way out of here. And then somewhere else on a different part of the wall, you see um, this thing of ten spaces. And I'm actually going to text you this. All right. Um, if I can actually do this properly. Thankfully, I can just do it right from here. So how is everyone liking our fun puzzle? <laughs> Well. well, while this is going on, I'm going to join uh, Dar. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go stand next to him 
and and look at the, the plaques too. You're going to examine the plaques. Okay. Do you have any kind of history knowledge? Do I? Probably not because um, I've been cooped up. Uh, spirit, street gang. Why this is going to come into your Discord? Area knowledge. Nope, I do not. Can you send that to the rest of us? Uh, nope. Now, it didn't pop up properly, but... I was going to say, that is not a message my sent. <laughs> you see six spaces, and the Z, another space, an H, and a space. God damn it. <laughs> it's a ten-character word, whatever it is. Oh, my God. This is really shitty for him, hey, man. Let me, let me try typing it like this. Is it Greek? Oh, well, yeah, right, we can't see it. <laughs> so, right. like, there we go. Okay. That works. I'm going to uh, go back up and re-inhabit my body. You do that. And I pop back up. You all see. She just, like, exhales as, like, sudden life just returns to her corpse. And I'm Hello, immediately going to go look who is next to Janice's portrait on the wall. Next to Janice. Um, let's see. Maybe the two of them were... Next to Janus, on his right is Jupiter, and on his left on the next wall is Mars. Do you have... Who had any kind of history knowledge? Oh, I do. I just don't know which one. I just have spirit knowledge. It's, uh, which history do I have? Oh, I, I just have history of the tier. I doubt they teach you. So, I'll tell you what, um... No, but, I have history and then I specialize in chair, so I do have Yep, you can do history then. Uh, so seven. So, what did I get from when I initially looked at these statues, though? Because I never, I never, nothing ever happened with that. Um, when you hit. when you went up to them and did what? Did you just look at them? I just initially tried to examine all of them while they were, oh, while she was um, okay. cutting open his body. They seem like plaques, um, and they look like they can be buttons that can be pressed, but they seem mm. to possibly activate something once you do. Mm, okay. Alright, so well, how many hits did you get? Push these, please. <laughs> Good enough. Too so, um, when you think of, um, let's see, I go back to the quote. When you think of Oathbreaker and you look at the faces around you, the first one that comes to mind is Orcus. Orcus, is that next to. Where is that in relation to Janice? Orcus is going to be on the right wall. So he's on the farthest right out of the five plaques. He is between Saul and Lyre. Alright, so there was a message down there. It said, are you an Oathbreaker? Did he send you here to be punished too? And it please, said what? Uh, please ask the one beside him to help <coughs> us find the way out of here. Ask the one beside him to help us find the way out of here. So either that's who's beside Janice... Which is Jupiter and Mars, or Orcus the Oathbreaker? Help me rip these plaques off the wall. Um, Orcus is not the Oathbreaker. Well, um, Orcus is the god of the underworld and punisher of broken oaths. Punisher of broken oaths. He's the punisher of oaths. Now, if you go, do you want to go look at Orcus in the plaques next to him? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you roll history again with plus two. Can I roll just general knowledge? You can do logical intuition. Because I know you're one of the studious types. Tyler, you can do the same thing since you're one of the more studious types in the group. One hit. 
One hit. We're smart boys. What is my logic plus intuition? I just closed Trummer by accident. <laughs> I got four hits. You get it. Um, cool. So you kind of remember some of your Roman stuff, um, Roman and Greek, but when you look at Orcus and then you look to your right to Liber, you remember that Liber is the god of freedom. Yeah, I'm going to push something. <laughs> I just say <laughs> this. So when you attempt to, you notice it, it actually doesn't budge, even though it okay. looks like a button. But, However, it feels warm. Mm -hmm. It feels warm. This is warm to the touch. Hmm. It's like as soon as you set your hand on it, it started to really warm up. Like painfully? Not painfully, just really noticeably warm. Mm -hmm. What about the one on the other side? Uh, Saul? Yeah. Do I know anything about him? He is the god of the sun. Alright. But when you try to go to Saul, nothing happens when you just touch it. Alright, so I'm going to touch his and... Are we able to move the plaque? Yeah, okay, so... What vision are you seeing right now? Normal or thermal? Thermal. Okay. So, when you notice um, this guy over here touching the plaque, you see, like, as you, like, adjust your filter settings to look for thermal things... You notice there are entire trails of pipes that go all the way throughout the entire uh, containment area. But you do notice that there's like one line for each plaque, so it's like a trail. So if you watch um, Orcus's, uh, Lieber's trail, you'll notice it'll go up and it splits off to two. And the two it splits off to is um, let's see, Saturn and Mars. Hmm. So, if you turn on your thermographic vision, or you have thermographic vision, you'll see that Saturn and Mars, there's a trail of pipes that are heated that lead to Saturn and Mars. Yeah, I'm normal. I can't see that. <laughs> I do turn uh, on if, my thermographic vision. Oh, whatever. Okay, you a... notice the same thing. So, um, yeah, you do notice, like, there's shit tons of trails, and they just serpentine all over the place, but... Um, the one that starts at Lieber goes up, splits off to Saturn and Mars. So then, when I pull my hand off, does it Wait, like never mind. go I don't away? Have it. I went for a little late. That's okay. When I take, take my hand off, does it go away? Um, you notice the heat start to die down, yes. Right. Well, I can say, hey, who wants to risk their hands? I, I'll take Mars. Okay. I will... I take one. Cast Saturn. Is that all of them? Yeah, okay. So, do you touch the three plaques? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, when you touch all three in unison, do you feel something give like you can push it? Do you all push? Mm. Yep. You all push. And you yeah. hear some mechanisms turning in the room. And, let's see. Off to, off to the left, a crawl space, a very small crawl space, opens up on the floor. Or on the wall, basically right above the floor, on the left side of the room. The lights on all the plaques turn off. I'm going so to cast a Force 1 physical barrier, like right up against the edge of that panel that just slid up to make sure it stays open. jam it? Yeah, jam it. Okay. So, um, really obviously, um, you try to think of who can fit in this really tiny crawl space. And oh, I'm just going <laughs> all eyes, all eyes land on what the seemingly sixteen-year-old. He just sort of sighs as everybody turns to him. I start to push you. I start to push you towards the hole. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna look inside the hole first. Get in the stick. It's a tunnel. Like there's a red illumination and it goes far in and it goes mm. somewhere to the right. I'm mm. gonna ask for you to proceed. You don't see anything. It's just it's just a crawl space. Besides the barrier. Yeah. She just has her barrier wedging open that sliding door at the front. Cool. So do you go in? Uh, yeah, with everybody's eyes on me, it's like, alright. Go, small child. <laughs> so you crawl in, and you're going a couple of meters down the crawl space, and then there's a junction on your right, so you move through mm -hmm. it, and it goes for a little bit, and you find yourself in a new small room. Do you go ahead and go into it? Uh, I'm going to ask you to proceed, make sure there's nothing. There is nothing of note right now. That's me. Very tentatively come out. So as soon as you come out, this sliding door that is at the end is at the exit into this room. And you guys just hear echoing down the tunnel, just. And then okay. did it just crush through my back. barrier? No, this is it's on the opposite. Oh, it's a it's a one further in. The one that was there, it tries to close, but it hits your barrier. But it's a different door. But so, well, we all know that it closed. So Tyler, when you walk in to your left, is a dead end, and it's kind of a hex tube kind of room. When you look to your right, you see several, like, just generic panels, and behind it is a window. You guys in room one, you see part of the wall start to lift, and you see uh, the kid through the window. It is a very thick ballistic glass. Aww. I knock on and, it. And you hear thuds, but it's hard to really make out any proper sounds. Um, you notice there's a microphone on one of the panels. Mm. <laughs> and as Roe gets settled in the right in the back of the room, uh, the back of the first room, a panel like a wall opens up and a keypad appears. And it looks like that. And Tyler, when you look Not at the one. panels, there's several like in front of you, <laughs> and it's just engraving, so you have to look with your natural eyes. Um, only Tyler can see this. Can you please pass it to him? You notice there are three panels. One has a keypad with numbers on it. One shows, like, crudely drawn writing of arrows. One points in the direction, when you look through the window, it's pointing at the keypad that appeared in room one. Mm -hmm. The oh, other... Can you can't see this. The way it's angled is, doesn't let you see it. No, I mean, he can't, but he can see through. He can see through, room. he just can't see your keypad very well. Okay. So, um, the other arrow, you notice, is pointing toward the keypad. Um, and then finally you see one more panel just kind of off to the side, and it shows a bunch of symbols with numbers on them. You also start to hear gas hissing into the room. Oh, I made it audible so I know it's coming. Yep. So, I go over to the window where... Do you have any kind of drug knowledge? Uh, I have... Fucking, uh, no, I don't, don't, don't have anything like that. Okay, does anybody have any kind of medicine knowledge? <laughs> Ugh, I have a medicine um, skill. Medicine skill, uh, anyway. Medicine skill or any kind of drug knowledge? Oh, I've got, I've, uh, I've got the med medicine skill. Roll it. Would I roll it as well? I... Would I roll as well? Mm, I'm, I'm the only one that's in this room. Or is it the gas? It, is, it is a yellow colored gas. It's a very transparent. Oh, so we gas. can see it. You can see it. Uh, and it's very slowly filling in the room. Either. Eat. 
Uh, two hits. Okay. Uh, Talk about what you get. Post edge. Two hits. Okay. You guys are able to identify it as some form of light neurostone. So, you notice the way the room's being filled and the type of gas it is. You have 20 minutes until it knocks you out. Yeah. And if you stay in there for say a couple of hours, you will die. Okay, cool. Right. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at the microphone. I explain that to them. Yep, you can hear them and they can hear you. Like, you start to hear like a tinny sound reverberating from the window. Nope. Hey, can you hear us? Yep. <coughs> Your time begins now. What do you see? Wait. Well, we can kind of see the same wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. No, Before they can't that. see my keypad, I can't see yours. I, I walk over to the window and I draw the keypad with my finger. Oh. He can already see the keypad. Yeah. It's just no, he, can't, want, he can't see what's on it. No, I want him... I'm drawing it on the on the glass. For what? Uh, so that... And I tap with my, with my now, fingers. Now, as for what you're drawing it in... The, the keypad. What are you drawing it the in? The key... Uh, he's just, like, are you breathing on it and then drawing mm -hmm. your finger? Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> and then I knock on one twice. So, so you can kind of show him the picture. Lambda symbol. Lambda symbol is one. No, it's it's. Who has some kind of astral knowledge in room one? That's you. Do and anybody else by chance? Nope. Got okay, on. you can roll some kind of magic knowledge. I have magic knowledge, but not in room one. <laughs> Any kind of magic knowledge will do. I used to have that, but then he gave up on that. I have magic theory twice. That's okay. You learned so much magic. I'm gonna pause for the roll. Uh, astral world. A anything works. Okay. Anything that's magic related. Uh, give me. Points. Give me at least one hit. Don't fucking play. Say that you know these dice are precious. Hey, two. Four. Hey. Very good. Okay. So, you saw the blood mark on one of the thumbprints, and um, you think for a second, alright, if somebody actually touched this and maybe punched in the code, there might be some residual astral signature left behind. Maybe it left on purpose, perhaps? All sense? You a sense. You just actually perceive. Oh, I'll sense my, my keypad, too. Well, I, I never said I turned off my astral perceiving, so. Fair. Okay, so Tyler, you don't actually see any astral perception, but Tyler, why did you get this? Four, four of the symbols glow with some sort of astral aura. The lambda, this, the the psi, the omega, and the weird upside down epsilon thing. I mean, the spider holding a stick. Yeah. <laughs> I I tap on those individually on the window. You guys can hear each other. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so like yeah, you're coming you know, through, you're coming through on microphones, yeah. but well, you guys can, can hear each other. We can show you can show them this. Microphones and speakers. Yeah, since you're gonna draw it out for me. My son's uh, almost dead highlighter doesn't help. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's the omega spider shield, the candlestick, and the lambda symbol. Spider shield. <laughs> candlestick. <laughs> okay. Um. So the I, I'm gonna actually uh, bite my finger until it bleeds. Ooh. And I'm going to use uh, my blood to write the keypad part, the, the arrows part that's pointing to it. Yeah. Okay, so what he draws... So I, I, I say, I see a keypad with, with uh, a regular keypad, uh, 0 through 9, with the enter key. Uh, 
and then there's these arrows with numbers pointing at it. Now, you can hold it up, but you can't give it to the paper dome, since you drew it out like that. That little parentheses at the top is just an arrow pointing at room one's keypad. Okay, so... Oh, you're leaning too far forward. Oh, your, your, hands, hands, your hands, hands over the key. It's kind of intentional, because I can't draw all this out. It's this part right here that I'm drawing. Oh. One, two, three, four. I'd have to leave myself dry to roll around. And you guys can hear each other, so you can talk. But yeah. you can tell me what order to press them in. So, so, Lambda... I think you guys are telling me what... I'm telling you guys what order to press it in, yes. Um, also, uh, real quick, the four little circles you see... Yeah. Um... They would let you can just experimentally push a button just to see what happens, and a little yellow light appears. And if you try to punch like four codes and you push enter, it blinks red, then disappears. Nothing else happens. Okay. If you just experiment with random buttons. So Even you had we have. one, one, two, three, four. So we need to enter. You the need same. to know what order it is. I'm assuming we need to enter the same code, but I need to enter mine in reverse. Okay. Uh, which is it? It's lambda. Spider with shield. Lambda <laughs> spider with shield, that is so not a Greek or Roman letter. And then psi or omega? Psi. Psi and then here. omega? Let's see yours again. Hold it up. Psi. Candlestick. Uh, candle and, and omega. Okay, so it's lambda, so, spider. <laughs> lambda uh, on my list is marked as one. Right. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's marked as zero. It's one zero, two two. What the fuck? I don't understand this at all. Tyler, do you have any kind of analytical mind by chance? No. You can do logical intuition if you I know do. some of the scheme of the puzzle. I, I have no do the same thing. Since he has analytical mind, logical intuition plus your two dice for analytical mind. Logic plus intuition. That's twelve dice. Wow, he's out. And then if you want to pass your keypad around so the rest of the team can see what's going on. Never. <laughs> they can't help with this puzzle. This is my time shine. Taking pitch ideas. Five hits. Okay. On a logic and intuition. Wow, that's bad. Three hits. Woo! Okay. That's a lot of lot of red ones. So Tyler's gonna get Tyler's gonna get some of the breakdown. Uh, your big hint. I'm gonna reroll. Is notice that um, you're looking at the symbols and there's like a number colon number. You notice on the left side of it, it goes 1 to 10. You look at your keypad, it shows zero to, or, uh, 1 through 0. Yeah, I got three hits. Yeah, I see that, but I don't understand. What you can assume is that the 1 through 10 indicates an order of some sort. 1 through 10? What are you talking about? This doesn't show 1 through 10. The only one that's a 10 is this one. Yep. It's, it's 1 through 0. That's why I said... On the lambda, left side of the colon. Lambda is 1 on that. Lambda... Alright, on the left side it's 1, on the right side it's 0. Ignore the right side for a second, look at the left side of the colon. Yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay. Yep. And what you can assume, surmise from that is it indicates some sort of order or orientation to go, like a... Like, 1 be the first number in a sequence, 10 could be the last number in a sequence, and if you know which four numbers it might be, you hit them in the order from lowest number to highest number. I don't understand. <laughs> I know what it is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, so we want to, we know the four numbers, right? Yeah. So, tell us those, the, the four symbols. The, tell us 
what order those four symbols are in. So, like, the what's the first? What, what are the four symbols? And you tell us which the first on the list. Is. You're literally just telling us so we can punch in. Numbers. Am I telling you the left or the right side, though? Tell us just basic normal number numeral order, and we can try and put it in. All right, then uh, lambda is one. Uh, is one. So we're going for the left side. Lambda is one. Uh, spider with the shield is three. Uh, omega is seven. And then candlestick is nine. So try pressing them in that order. You press them in that order, what? Oh, there it is. So it's one. Lambda is one. Three. Spider shield three. Omega seven. And candlestick nine. Yeah, I'll push them in that order. Okay, so lambda, spider, omega, candle. Yeah. You your four lights, they turn green. Mm. Oh, that wasn't too hard. I was overthinking this. <laughs> More gas. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, ga the gas does not stop. Can you oh gotta do the same on your side? So now we need to do reverse. it in a different order. So maybe four, three, three upper order, yeah. Four, three, two, so, one. So so candlestick, omega, so for spider, me, lambda. Be, Actually, no, it's it's it would be different for me uh, okay. going, going for the right side. So I'm going to push Spider with the shield, uh, the fucking zigzaggy bitch, uh, the, oh. fucking, the fucking wannabe bee, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, the candlestick. I hope the mice that that is incorrect. I actually have a key on my notes. So. Does this match up to what he's saying? Yeah. What the fuck are the right side of these numbers even for? Do you want to try the right? Then I'll just I'll just do it the opposite order that they did it in. Okay, what numbers do you punch? God damn it! Fucking fuck. Uh, nine seven three one. You try that? Yes. It doesn't work. Ugh. Then I really don't understand. Try it just in the order that we did. So. Yeah. Try one three seven nine. Sure. Try that. Nope. That's that's the three combos. I don't know what else to do. Can you show this again? I can't see it. So you need to put in. So what's the four three? You need to put in zero, four, five. Oh goddamn it! One. Is that not what I just did? No. No. Do you try that? Yeah. It doesn't work. Oh, lovely. Here. Because it's, po like, oh, it's, it's pointing it's, at your guys' keypad to do it 1, 2, 3, 4. Then it's pointing at mine to do 3, oh, 2, Oh, well, then four, you need three, to do... Two, do it you reverse. need to do... 1, 5... Oh, so you're doing... I see. 4, 0. You try that, and your light turns green. The gas stops hissing. I, I don't I don't I don't get puzzles like this. Yeah, I'm really bad at puzzles like this. Uh, yeah, no, you, I got it. It took it was, forever for it me to get it. It was in reverse order, and you were doing like the other side. Yeah, really weirdly coded. I was like, what? I was like, oh. Okay. So we did, Let's we pretend did I figured that out really quickly. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> we, okay. we, we did them both separately. We needed to do them together. <laughs> so Tyler, you're going to see a uh, AR light appear. And show you two little messages. You're gonna get this on Discord. Wait, All right. You, how do you see the AR light? Yeah, basically a, a hollow, like a uh, trip projector. It starts lighting okay. something up in the room. I don't have my glasses. But it's a projector, so you can see. Yeah, you've been saying AR. I'm sure you could probably mean like hollow thing. Get Neon. Oh man. <laughs> Does the gas stop? The gas is indeed stopped, but Ro cannot leave the room right now. 
In fact, you hear ventilation start, so it vents out the gas. So you see these two messages appear in your in your uh, the hollow the uh, tray projector that just appeared. Ice wall to passkey Osiris, and then a word that's been redacted. So as uh, as you're reading that, a new door appears. So in the wall opposite where Row is, this would be the right side of the room orientation wise. A basically a wall gives way and it shows two doors basically back to back to each other. Um, there's glass um, through the door, so you can actually see all the way through. It's a short little tunnel, but at the end of it, uh, fiber. Are you looking at this? This door that shows up in your room? Yes. When you look through it, you look through that glass. You see your cyber deck. Oh. It's, it's sitting on a little pedestal there, and just behind it is a universal port. A gotcha. Port. A port? Yeah, a universal port. Or she plugs her cyber deck in to do her hacking. Yes. Hmm. So uh, and that's mine. So there's two doors? It's two doors. One here, and then one right behind it. What the, what's the other one have? What did you say? Your oh, no. Uh, it's in a line. Yeah, basically, get away, and it's just a tiny line. Yeah. Uh, ice, all in capitals, so I'm assuming that has to do with Deckers. Um, wall to Paskey Osiris. And then a redacted word that has, I have one letter in it, and then I either a dash right. or a capital L. Okay. Uh, read me out what your dash is. Dash, dash, N, as in no. Uh-huh. Dash, dash, and then either a horizontal slash, or a... a That's an L. It's an L? Okay. It was kind of long. It's kind of a long boy. Uh, a capital, or a lowercase L, then four more dashes. Okay. So that's that's all I see. Is there any kind of it? Your cyber deck is just behind those two doors. Mm. And so there, there's nothing. Now for else I see for the the smart people I know are in this room, you notice the doors aren't like super tightly sealed shut. In fact, okay. um, if you if you yourself try to budget, you feel a give, but it's it's a little difficult for you. Ugh, I don't want to. Rude. <laughs> Break. Do you break the window, or do you try to pull the door open? I pulled the door open. All right, so you put your fingers through the little slats, and with a bit of work, you wedge one of the doors open, and it keeps fighting back against you. Like, it's starting to, like, close in on you, so you're going to have to stand there and hold it. Right. Okay. Mm. Can we get a barrier? Yeah. Oh, I would like to slip through. Wait, you slip on through? Oh. Right, she puts, she's going to... I'll, I'll a put a barrier on the floor. Force one. Okay, I'll just let you cast it. So yeah. you cast it, and a barrier shows up, and... When yeah, you try, when I've you only got one more. Now, when you let it go to just let the bear take care of it, mm-hmm. um, you feel the barrier already start to give way a little bit. Nope, and I, so I just, it. yep. There's one other person in this room who can hold the other door open. Oh, uh, I'll not, do it. Not my tiny ass. <laughs> okay. So I we take each door. side. We I'm take one side. Yeah. Right, you'll take one door. They'll take the other door. Mm-hmm. And then you'll look at uh, the second wall. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna scroll on through and uh, grab my cyber deck. Am I still trapped okay. in my room? Yeah, you're just stuck in there, but you can watch the team through the window and still talk to them. Okay. So, what are you doing? I'm going to go look wall, look at wall two. The second, wall. the other wall. So, um, there's nothing else going on just in the left wall. That's where Tyler is through the window. And on the right is just that little tunnel where you they're going through. Two doors opened up. No, so, there, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hallway. It's a little hall. And there's, there's one door here, one and, and, here and then here's your cyber deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're holding the doors open. And she's walking into this room where the cyber deck stuff is. Okay. 
you pick up your cyberdeck, you cannot connect to the outside matrix, but uh, you do see the universal data port in front of you. Do you do anything to it? Do you plug in? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Jack in! Power All right. up! Now, do you go AR, or do you just go ahead and work in... Or do you just work in AR, or do you go yourself to sleep and do it in VR? AR, you can still interact with your team and I'll go ahead and conscious. do uh, VR, so I'll go ahead and plug in. Alright, so she sits down, she plugs in. Do I see her now? Uh, <laughs> you see her. Yeah, you, you see this. So, you see a big blue wall in front of you. Imagine, like, it's an endless void that way, and there's just this wireframe floor in front of you, and in front of you is this, like, code-structured wall. You can actually smash through this pretty easy with a data spike. Uh, Alright, let's fucking do that, then. Yep. Uh, so this is Cyber Combat plus Logic. Alright. Fuck. Let me bring up my thing. Cyber Combat... You guys are nearly done, actually. I'm going to let that, oh, that yeah. physical barrier go. Okay. It's not helping. Okay. I'm going to crawl in through the holes and get to her. Oh, I bet this word is Dunkles on. I don't know why, but... Oh, All right. I can see that. So, with not much effort, you manage to break that first wall. It just shatters into a billion pieces, and behind it is a green wall. Because I had When you eight. approach it in the digital space, you see a phrase appear. Only left-brain people can get the yellow. <laughs> uh, the phrase I says, I taught man how to farm. I erected the first city of Egypt. I was betrayed by my mother and made god of the underworld. Who am I? Oh. Osiris. I would I would repeat this. Osiris. Osiris. That's not what the legend actually is. Technically, okay. you, you can't hear each other because you're in VR. That's I true. I cannot. Do you want to come at it? I can. can. just do an AR? Uh, yeah. Wait, wait, no, no. Can you, can you Actually, talk to her? so I didn't finish what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to come up and just place my hand on her shoulder and join her. Oh, the fuck? Hello? Piggybacking. What's up? So, yeah, <laughs> you see each other, and you see the same message. Hey, uh, I got this message here. Uh, I, I'm assuming that this refers to one of the gods? Yeah, Osiris. <laughs> yeah. Do, you, do you go ahead and enter it in? Uh, yes. Right, you sure. got it? <laughs> okay. So the third wall appears, and it's a red wall. In fact, it looks a lot harder to break than the last two. You could have broken the second one, but you need a password. Good job. Um, a new question appears. I come from a faraway land. My friend was also my first lady. I wish to destroy racism, exclusion, and poverty and unite a broken nation. I woke by a creek of cherries and made my bed on an island befitting a prince. And I laid to rest on the 9th of August. Who am I? Don't on. Dunkles on. <laughs> Literally everyone in the room is just like, good job. Dunkles on. So you punch it in. And. Wait, I go real quick. Yeah, since I'm the only one who can see this, I'm like, it with Dunkle Gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Even as a joke, you put in Dunkle Gone, then you're like, oh, wait, no. So you <laughs> break the wall. Some sort of subroutine happens, you don't know what, but the entire room just goes completely void black. You can assume you're done here. Do you jack out? Yep. Okay. Meanwhile, in the meat space, Tyler, the window that was blocking you from getting to your team, it opens. And the door that you two were holding open, it it just opens up. You don't have to hold anymore. Oh, cool. Now, you can all rejoin each other in the first room. Do you go and do so? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I smile at Ruth. So I did something. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you guys get there, you hear some sort of sliding floor piece um, in the room. More sliding floors. Um, like on the floor, some sort of compartment opens and something is coming up out of it. What you see is this pedestal with a small bowl on top of it. And then you see the bowl 
um, ignite. And now the bowl has fire trickling out of it. And around on this pedestal, you see the following I write words. my name and put it in. <laughs> <laughs> and the Triwizard Cup goes too. <laughs> All right. So. Get your butcher down fire! <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore said calmly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but when you guys look at the pedestal, you see um, the following written on it. Freedom requires sacrifice. Cast the last section of one of your fingers to the fire. Three of the living must partake, or the way will be forever shut. Oh, you're fucking shitting me. Uh, Oh, just a Self-mutilation. No. Yeah. Okay. Do you still have that knife? Mm. Whoever grabbed it? You grabbed the knife. Oh, I have it. Well, it said three of the living, so... Definitely doesn't mean the dead man. Right. So oh, three of us have to give up a... Oh, okay. I was, I I was, I was thinking maybe... And I'm going to put my like, hand on Rune and be like, you need all of your fingertips for bows. You, you won't be able to, like, fucking handle not having a fingertip. No, I... You can only use two for... No. For so two. you're only getting, like, a top index of one of your fingers. Yep. I... Fucking... I'll fuck flip it, it over and hand this to first. Okay. And I... Which which section of your finger do you cut off? I cut off the the pinky. Hold on, your left hand. Whoa, 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 whoa! Before you just go start chopping limbs, Rose gonna be smart about this and fucking tear off a piece of their clothes and turn a kid off your finger. Okay. Okay. You're gonna have to saw through your finger. That's fine. Your big thick minotaur. So I have I I do this to myself pretty much every day. Yeah, he's a flagulant. I forgot about. All right. So over the fire, you cut, cut, and you just are feeling an absurd amount of pain just ring through your system. He's actively After we get done here, you're going to take an unresisted stun damage. So you cut, 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 your finger bleeding. Okay. Yeah, this isn't like bullet hole. Yeah, that would be a sharper knife than that, considering I used it to pretty easily cut open someone's chest cavity. But after you get through the bone, you didn't, yeah, because you had to cut through the flesh, but you could have ripped it Work on a red cage, whatever. You cut through the bone with a little bit of effort. Thankfully, you're strong, so... All right, you cut the finger off, and it falls into the fire. And you see a uh, a light out of three lights appear on the pedestal. I'm going to sense that spell. It's not a spell. Machinery. It's basically... Um, it's a gas subroutines, and plus you can assume it's some of the cameras around the room Bio watching this activity. And I... I... I hold the blade out. To help burst. It's not a spell. Can you hack that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll just borrow Pinky from one of the cyber zombies. Really? Yep, that's what I, I was thinking too. I'm just well, gonna get bo- uh, cyberware. The the, the message said a finger from one of the living. Fuck. Okay, fine. Uh, I'll I'll get a new cyber Pinky. <laughs> All right. So you see the dwarf go up to the bowl and she starts cutting her own finger. And thankfully, she's also still strong because I've seen her stats. And with the cyber arm, it almost cuts through cleanly. And you see the finger go in. Yeah, darn it. The second, the second light appears. Cool, on the other side of the pillow. Wait, wait. My stat, my strength stat is ten. <laughs> <laughs> so you, just like, you have a thick freaking body. So you just, you just spun around. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but taking like, resistance like, on damage, you and Kendall. Yeah. Well, that's the new cyber banky for me. It, it has it's to be three people, not three fingers, right? Three people. Gotcha. All right. All right. I, uh, I actually... Did it, I'll do it. No, no. I, p- 
pull you away. <laughs> no. And I, I was like, I already know. I'm fucking going up to it like I'm going to do this. And I literally push him away. Like, I'll go ahead and take the knife. You're Decker. Uh, you need all your fingers. There you go. <laughs> I don't know shit about Deckers. <laughs> <laughs> the, their whole thing is they use their their brains wired up. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, my thing is. Yeah, I like use, a keyboard. Like I know parkour. And I, you need your hands. I, you need your keyboards hands aren't a thing anymore. Before, <laughs> before the last person cuts their finger off. I literally do. I do uh, a fist pound on my chest. Rude. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. by the way, my name's. What Rome. do you call me? <laughs> 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 Oracle. <laughs> I figured oh. since we're all being oh, we're forced to names. bond over blood. Yeah. My name's Gabriel. <laughs> <Kiyomata. laughs> <Except three months. laughs> <laughs> I'm um, Fiverr. And uh, I'm about to cut my pinky off. So uh, like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> you just like go for a quick, clean cut. Yeah. Just give her the cut. So, no, I slam my fist down on it. <laughs> she doesn't cut through the first time. That's I'm true. I could have just had somebody else do it for me. Yeah. Can, can you do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. Someone bitch like fuck. Yeah, I'll fucking bet. <laughs> How much should I take again? One unresisted stun. Okay. I'm back. Because this is not like a flipping bullet hole, but man, you are bleeding. And you cast it into the fire, and the flesh is burned up. Gross. Oh, so this one's awful. Mm -hmm. it's, there was a fucking exploded brain covering 90% of the room before yeah, us. Yeah, but now so, it's burning. <laughs> as, you guys, as you guys finish, the third light appears, and then the pedestal goes back into the ground. And... You hear the hissing of the gas that was going on earlier. You hear it, like, there's very faint hissing, you can tell, but it stops. In fact, you start to hear a ventilation noise. You're thinking this is an explode all the gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, finally, you see the gigantic AR screens appear in the room again, with just a loud hiss and static. Congratulations. You passed the trial. The gas has been filling, the room has been stopped. So you will remain conscious long enough to hear what's next. Surgically implanted in each of your skulls is the same remote bomb you saw demonstrated with Mr. Krauss. He broke one of the cardinal rules of my organization, which is to retain complete, total secrecy of myself and our operations. He cost the family their lives by breaking this one important rule. Outside these doors, as promised, is the antitoxin. The van belonging to your new colleague, Genchio. And inside will be your equipment and comics. Who? Uh, hey. She introduced herself as Genchio. Oh. Okay. I didn't hear Each of your comic devices have been configured and retrofitted with software designed to integrate with the microbombs in your heads. It's designed to monitor keywords, key phrases, and understands complex levels of context to ensure that my name or my organization is not spoken out of turn. However, the following seven contingencies have been put in place, and I advise you commit to memory. You ready to type, fuckers? Yay. F-U-C-K. Alright. Oh, wait. Actually, wait. Oh, I've got turn. something very easy I can do. It's the only note I'm ever going to take this whole time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Rhea, give me a thumbs up. Oh, nope. shit. I was, and then I dropped my thumbs up. Rhea, what's your character's name? That would have been so funny if Capri. I cut off my thumb. Capri? How do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> P-R-I. -E -E. 
Okay, Kevin. By the way, I'm gonna also fucking like give you guys some light first aid and fucking bandage up your shit. So everybody thumbs up? Everybody good? Yeah. No. Their fingers. Ben, are you using a voice to text app to record your notes? No, I'm using a voice recorder. Oh my god. Wow. That's okay. so shattered. You know what? That's actually pretty smart. Well, I'm recording this anyway. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> well, you're right. We can listen back to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're far. gonna have we're gonna have this recorded. So. Hi. Too late now. Hi. I'm already getting ready to do it. Hi, future me. Ooh. I hope you're doing better than I am right now. <laughs> My future me. I know something. you're okay. doing better okay, than guys. I am right now. Okay, guys. <clears throat> so, first. Should you lose connection with the Matrix, you will have one hour to regain connection before you are flagged. Repeat this offense three times, the bombs will detonate. Have one hour before bomb. Repeat this offense three times, bombs detonate. Thumbs up for the second one when you guys are ready. Second. When you are offline, the agents and software in your phones will monitor what you say and what you do, and who else is in the room besides yourselves. If any mention of me or my organization is explicitly mentioned to anyone but those in the organization, the bombs will explode. Give me a thumbs up when ready. I'm gonna have you fast diapers text this shit to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's an option too. I should have typed it real well. Third. Should you become separated from your comlinks for any reason beyond a range of 30 meters, you will be flagged. Same as before, if you are flagged three times, your bonds will detonate. Better not get our comlinks stolen then. Yeah. How long was the distance? The distance meters. is 30 meters. Not far. Hell, I... Bring it with you to take a shower. Give me a thumbs up for the fourth one. Real quick, question. Uh, do all the flags count together or the flags They will separate? stack. They will stack. Oh, fine. Fine. I don't know if we can get this goddamn organization. Right. <laughs> fourth. If your comlinks are destroyed, a timer will begin in your microbombs that will last 24 hours. If the time hits zero, the bombs will detonate. You are to use that time to get into contact with a member of the organization, have your comlink replaced and registered, and the software uploaded and synced with your bombs. There are no exceptions for this rule. Can we get access to those numbers, to a member of someone from this organization? Um, he doesn't answer. You can assume that means you'll have them split on your comlink. Comlink um, okay. destroyed. Oh, shit, what was that number? Where was it? My comlink. You don't have it. <laughs> uh, well, Ben, you can just throw that shit. How, how, how long did you say we had? 24, 24 hours. hours. 
All right, thumbs up for roll five. The microbombs themselves are made of the latest technology and security software after a hundred iterations. They are traceless, invisible to astral sensing, contain stealth software with advanced protocols that hide their matrix icon from the matrix. While they are nearly undetectable to anything but intense bad scanning to your cranium, as well as x-ray scans, they are also built with hundreds of protocols that will detonate the microbomb if they are tampered with or any attempt is made to remove them from your craniums. Good Christ, Mises, send us that. That's why I'm recording it. <laughs> Damage the electrical circuitry will also trigger an analog fail-safe system that will detonate the bombs. Long story short, hard to detect. Map scanners will find them, but if they are tampered with, it will, they will explode. Better not go through airports here. Alright. But you have to like go over it like really intensely. <clears throat> yeah. Alright, ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh, uh, almost, yeah. We've realized astral projection has posed several risks, even if used for the organization's cause. So a flag system has been put in place whenever the microbombs detect drastic brainwave changes that, in short, result in a natural projection. Wait, what? Basically, you're, you're, you'll go into like a certain kind of coma stasis, and that can be read on a brainwave pattern, essentially. But they get flagged, though? They get flagged, they don't get detonated. Well, he, can, he continues. Time and number of projections will be logged, and if necessary, magical surveillance will be put on you. If any suspicious irregularities are to occur, or you are caught doing anything that compromises the organization's secrecy, you will be flagged. Three flags detonation. You so you wrote that just because of my backstory? You're not flagged every time you astrally project. You're just flagged when you astrally project for... Odd reason. Yeah, so... What's the fucking odd reason, though? They're like, concerts. you're just chilling at home, and you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> so they have to notice patterns, is what you essentially read that as. He doesn't want me to contact anyone. My son specifically wrote that for my character. Mm -hmm. well, you're the only one that can actually project, so yes. I kind of get it, but at the same time... Weird flex. Give me a thumbs up when you're ready. Uh, no, I, I missed most of that one. At this I'm, right. I'm going to sit for the long time. So, last one. It's like, I don't know why you're making... No, you're not just sending this to us. Finally, you'll be monitored on the Matrix at all times by dedicated members of the organization across the globe as well as in the local Deimos facility in a secure bunker. I shouldn't have to tell you any action against them is forbidden and results in detonation. There are... They are there to monitor whether you are captured and unrecoverable. Our influence spreads wide, but if you are in any position that can be compromised, and my agents are not present and unable to secure your freedom, you will be considered a liability and your bonds will be detonated. Will we be given a time frame to where we can at least try and escape? He doesn't answer directly. He just says, as a general rule, capture and potential risk of a leak is absolutely unacceptable to the organization. What if we're captured by entities that you realize know nothing about you? People that wouldn't be interrogating us for information about you. Like, say, Knight Aaron. I have people in place. That's how much still going on there. <clears throat> this all said, a forgiveness system is in place for extreme, unpreventable circumstances in order to remove your flags. These are on a case-by-case -case basis and are only negotiable if there are circumstances well beyond your control. Your fixer will be your contact for this service, as well as the normal services they provide for your job as Shadowrunners. Your next objective, once you leave, is to meet with your fixer. 
His establishment is located in the center of downtown Indianapolis's lower city. Your comlinks will have the NavPoint programmed into them. Those of you with AR devices will be able to see that your fixer is tagged upon seeing them. Those without AR contacts have been provided for you with the rest of your equipment. If necessary, messages will be sent from myself or others in the organization to your retinal displays. Do not expect this to be a regular occurrence with those outside your cell. Finally, any remaining questions you have beyond these instructions are to be reserved for your fixer. He will educate you about your cell as well as inform you of our local operations and the layout of Indianapolis for those of you who are unfamiliar. But know this, once you are in the lower city, you will be under scrutiny of the community residing there. It is important you retain good relations with this community. Go, going we forward, on this boy, don't worry. Going forward, relationships you forge in the city will be crucial to the success of your, our operations here, as well as your survival and success in, as Shadowrunners. These relationships, in turn, will aid you in clearing your debts. Whether they be among the lower city community, the Night Errant Forces guarding the upper levels, members of your cell, the local syndicates, or other groups. All relationships will be vital in your success in Indianapolis. This is the end of your briefing. Proceed to your next objective, and good luck. We will be watching. And the screen flickers out. And then the big security doors that you dented, they slowly like unlock and whirr open. And they just basically big, giant, heavy slabs slowly with screeching metal slide open. I say, I, I crushed those. Are they actually working? You managed to, like, the, the divide between them, you managed to, like, dent a good chunk of it, but it still manages to slide open. And it screeches, especially since you dented it. But you notice before you is essentially a tunnel. It leads straight. And there's a little shelf with several little vials of antitoxin. Those of you with medicine, you immediately recognize, yeah, the gas we were talking about, this thing, it, it's real. It's legit antivaxin. My vial is the biggest. Can <laughs> <laughs> right. so you go ahead and inject yourselves? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And I keep the injector going. Ow. Sure. Disposable shrink added to inventory. Ow. No, the injector gun. That's basically an injector gun. Like an injector gun. Oh. Is it one injector gun with a multiple syringe? With one, with one vial in each. Oh, cool. I'm going to keep mine too. Okay. Yeah, well. All right. Yeah. So it's basically a dark hallway, but you can see stairs. They lead up. You guys go down it. Yeah. All right. Sure. You make your way up the stairs, and you notice some mechanical whirring starting to lift up. It's essentially pitch black for a moment up above you, and you so notice the the ceiling is starting to lift up. Two pistons push up this ceiling that has jagged, beveled edges that belong to the bottom of a cargo container. Fittings. It's though the through the steadily opening gap at the top of the stairs leads you into a container, like the inside, and straight into a closed pair of heavy, rusty metal doors. Who would like to open them? I, I do. Oh. I heard, heavy. I, I heard big guy first. <laughs> you basically, like, push it open, it just... And fresh night air washes over you like a cold blanket. The evening breeze flipping through your hair and filling your lungs for the first time in what feels like a century. The first natural light you see is from the full light of the moon beaming down on you, illuminating not just the red cargo container you stepped out of, but the soft grass and dirt that you The piles of scrap and other junk that are scattered around nearby and, and the <laughs> density of the tall pines and sturdy oaks leading into the pitch-black forest all around you with only patches of moonlight to illuminate the way. Just before you is a road. Uh, one direction goes off deeper into the forest in the mountainous region. The other side 
seeps um, heads off um, into a sea of thieves where you see a bright golden light just seeping through the, the, the leaves of the trees and coming from the distance. And if you hopped on the road and followed it, you'd probably get a better view. As you also look to your right toward the glow peeking over the trees, um, you notice Genchio's van, uh, parked with its back facing the cargo container you came out of not five meters away. How big is your van? It's big enough. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we don't have to steal that car. Because I'm nine foot tall. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's big enough. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that I have the vendor walls effect, so I can just like hang off the side of this van. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> so I'm about to prepare the song I have saved just for this flipping occasion. Make sure to put it in. Is are we reaching the point where we're gonna pause? We're gonna hit a break here in a second. So do you guys open the van, see what's inside? Yeah. Uh -huh. Inside you guys see each of your individual bags with your respective guns, your respective equipment, any glasses you had, your helmets. My cane. Everything I'm, you have before you were captured or you use for your shadow running, it is there with your equipment. I immediately whistle and I'm assuming y'all see my bag ruffle. I open it up and you see a robotic dog pop out. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> popped out of an extra duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> okay. Rude pats What's your head. <laughs> Bato. Hi, Bato! <laughs> and I'm this is your opportunity to roleplay if you want. Well, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Shall we now that now that we can actually get a good look at each other describe our appearances? I think you may. Why don't we start? No, Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah. Um. I think we all know what Rhea looks like, but she might change. She might have changed a little. Uh, so you notice this elf woman, and now that she's out in the daylight, moonlight, moonlight, uh, you can see that um, she's incredibly emaciated um, and has wounds around both wrists, and uh, and also some chafing around her her head. Um, and she's incredibly quiet and just rattling through her stuff, making sure it's all there, um, not saying anything to anyone. And uh, you notice that she has the edges of hieroglyphic tattoos peeking out from every every surface of her every surface, every inch of skin that you can see exposed up to you know about an inch above her collar and down past her sleeves. Um, and she basically doesn't make eye contact with any of you. Uh, dirty blue hair, um, pointed elven ears. All right. All right. So <clears throat> when you see uh, Oracle, no, do you introduce yourself as Oracle to the team? Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. We kind of did earlier, but yeah, we, we should get Yeah. Uh, well, I called him Dar. Uh, so, I don't know if you all picked up on that or not. But you haven't said your name, right? Oh, I, know, I didn't offer okay. it. No, he said your I, I said your name. You never said... You yeah, did. I did. You did? I said, yeah, when I talked to someone, I was like, Rhea. Oh. Um, but, so, you but see... I don't make any of my You see Dar, he's a taller human man, 
Um, potato skin color like mine. Potato <laughs> <laughs> skin color. A very clean potato. Though. Nice. I like that. Um, Just say can. You see him. He's been mostly quiet. You clearly saw that he wasn't too keen on cutting off his finger for any of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of went. Someone else can, you know, go for it. <laughs> um, Surely. He doesn't try to come off as super cool and approachable. However, you can tell that he doesn't exactly care about y'all. Um, he's got a big scar across his face, like going right here. Just a big scar, and like uh, if you see. Uh, he wasn't, I'm assuming he wasn't wearing his jacket because he'd be fucking hella armored uh, and have a bunch of other things in it. You see scars on his, uh, a few scars on his arm, um, one's over like a faded tattoo, and he's wearing a ring on his ring finger. That's where you were wedding ring, right? Yeah. 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 He's wearing it there. Um, puts on some goggles, a coat. He has a robot dog. Robodog seems really incredibly friendly and nice now. Uh, I mean, it has always been that way as far as we know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was never used to be a cold-blooded So, in the interest of time, since we've got this, so speaking of the new person. <laughs> he sits down by himself. <laughs> uh, Alright. Uh, as Ro is ruffling through his stuff, he finds his, his rounded glasses and puts them on, and he seems very pleased with himself. He finds a necklace, and he puts that on as well. Um... Uh, Actually, I would have assumed I would have had the necklace because it was a focus. They've taken it. That's your why focus I will tattooed be there. mine on. <laughs> Anything you had on your person prior to this will be on your person now that you find in the van. Whatever. Okay, the necklace. Oh, yeah. the rifling? You would have seen me looking for a, a necklace. Yep, that'd be there. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ro is a... Uh, young young man, 15 or 16 in appearance. Uh, he's got tan skin and dark, dark brown hair uh, and sort of like a hazel eye color. Uh, he's got freckles. <laughs> um, and, and he's just, you know, from first glance, he's just a normal human farm boy. Uh, Teenager, right? Oh, like yeah. 16 years old? Oh, 16 years old. <laughs> Um, your last like three characters have been teenagers. Well, and yeah, my past three characters have also been support characters. Okay, and I can tell you're from Indiana. <laughs> he's got a tight. So how about Fiverr? I wasn't fucking done. <laughs> Excuse me, but as he's pulling out his gear and he's putting, he's put, he pulls out a fucking. Arganto coat and nice suit. I gotta open this. Yes, God, it's so hot in here. Um, he, he and he gets his cane out uh, and and pushes a trigger on his cane and it unfolds into a crossbow. Then he checks it and makes sure it's fine and folds it back up. Uh, but he strikes a very mature air, like he stands up straight, good posture, kind of high society. Hmm. I feel like I should throw in. You also don't see any really notable gear besides the dog and. And, uh, did, did you introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to go... Uh, first thing I'm going to do is actually... Uh, I'm going to go up to the elf woman, who is all fucked up, and ask yeah, her... Cruising, and eyes almost... And I'm going to gonna get out my rating six med kit and ask you if you need any help. I, I'm, I might be young, but I'm pretty professional with this thing. As a person in medicine, you know the best you can do is give her painkillers. Well, I know that these are old wounds, but 
can still check her vitals. Uh, no, I have no damage you can heal because it's from spell damage. I see. Well, if you need any physical help, let me know. What is physical, but it's still spell damage. <laughs> so you can't do anything about it. Non magical damage. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> so, Fiverr uh, is a very tall uh, young lady uh, who. Almost human? Yes, human. Uh, human lady who is uh, light skin. She's she currently has a uh, silver mohawk. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't have a mohawk, but yeah. Uh, but uh, and she's she's wearing kind of this uh, this very kind of like baggy. It almost looks like it's just meant for like exercise wear. Uh, and, uh, almost, uh, so you get to see her face, but then almost immediately as she finds her stuff, she sticks on a black helmet, um, that kind of conceals her face. Um, and, uh, and you notice she, she has kind of this, like, uh, like, bouncy, bubbly air to the way that she moves around. Now, would you like them to roll a perception to notice any, a particular detail, or just leave it go? Uh, no. Uh, as in yes perception? No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Kendall. Alright, so, uh, Ginchio is a dwarf of, uh, four, he's four feet, five inches tall. Um, let's see, he's, he's sort of, he's a bit older, he's 35. Um, he's got a mohawk also, but her hair is orange with blue streaks. And there's like a little braid going on the um, border. Um, he has a beard. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, oh, um, she's armed to the teeth. Uh, guns, shotguns. Plenty of guns. Yes, and also plenty of pole arms and axes and shit. And I noticed you had a cyber holster. Did you put one gun in your arm cyber holster? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and um, she's wearing kind of beaten-up armor under, like, a leather jacket. And also sunglasses. Well, is this a right cyber arm or a left cyber arm? It is right. Okay. You're a dwarf. Oh, I forgot to mention yeah. my cyber Well, obviously, I've got a data jack, but I've, I do also have a very obvious cybernetic right arm. Okay. okay. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, also, 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 uh, she has a dragon tail, like a cybernetic dragon tail. Oh, sure. She oh. can. Mm, nice. Raptor legs. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then around it out, Rude. Uh, we'll take our break. So, Rude is a nine foot, five inches tall minotaur. He's gigantic. His arms are probably thicker than. Most, uh, of no, most of your torsos. <laughs> He's ripped with muscles. Um, obviously, he doesn't have any armor on because it probably was removed. So you just see a loincloth, which oh is the, his his only. The armor would have been left on. All our clothes are left. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So then you see him in riot gear, then, um, and uh, what do we have our helmets too. Just the helmets were taken off. So okay. all you have is like your like your torso clothing. Okay. So, uh, you still notice that his arms are, like, really muscly. Um, you also notice that his eyes are cyber eyes. They're mechanical, they're cyberware. They're also um, they they're, red. <laughs> they glow red, very red. Uh, like a ruby red. Um, 
Hello, Satan. <laughs> he has he has very big horns that you can obviously see are stained, uh, a little tinted pink. Uh, so they're. Been does used. he have the hoof legs? Mm-hmm. He does have hoof legs, but they're huge. They are like they are they are bigger than your head. Bigger than thighs. So well, we, we all saw how we always gotta have somebody with hooves. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, as you're getting your gear and stuff ready, uh, uh, Ro, the young boy, is going to actually climb up this minotaur's back and seat himself on his shoulders and hold onto his horn. It would be, uh, like, one shoulder. It would literally be he'd be on, like, one shoulder. This is how we roll. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess you're friends. He's my dad. <laughs> what? I, I don't judge. <laughs> uh, so I, but I'm going to pull out my my armored jacket, my uh, Argentum coat, and I'm going to look at it and look at my clothes. And I'm going to pull, I'm going to cast a level one fashion spell on myself. Oh my god, fashion's such a good fucking You spell. just do it. And clean, clean my clothes and kind of mend tears and stuff. You just do it. Huh. So... Uh, you also notice that his ears are cyber, and that's the those are good. cyber ears. So because we had a lot happen during the puzzle section, uh, did the four indie characters um, introduce themselves uh. to each other? Uh, I mean, I, I yeah. yeah. I did very yeah. briefly. We we gave it. We, we, we gave so names. it's just you yeah, guys I gave didn't my name while I was chopping off my finger. So uh, now that we've got our shit situated, and Rose pulled out his oh yeah your weapon. PJ? Yeah, I pull out my bow and I put it on my back. Oh, it's on a sling. It so casually. It's literally a massive ass recurve bow that stands almost as tall as him. I imagine that it's like the. It's a collapsible bow, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's like the bow from fucking uh, Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more like Dark Souls. <laughs> well, no, because that one collapses. Yeah, it, yeah, the, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Anyway, but it's so, as big as that one. So we get situated, and I'm just we're just gonna sort of walk over to these two and be like, so you, and I'm gonna be like, uh, so I got the feeling that you two are familiar. We ran with one another once upon a time. You shadow runners? Was kid. <sighs> and actually, <laughs> like, I don't know why and he's gonna like look down at you, and he's like, you'll shadow runners, rude. And and. <laughs> Rude is just gonna be like annoyed. You can see it clear, even with the cyber eyes. It's just this, like this, like. This is the meme. You'd see the math going around Dara's head, like the fuck. <laughs> my name, my name is Ro. Uh, this is Rude, and we're not really shadow runners. We just sort of run jobs. He's like. <laughs> Rude, Rude just does a small wave. Hello. I've been there. Uh, I'm going to be systematically going through all of my equipment and. Uh, that's all there. That, that's not what I was going for. Mm-hmm. And uh, check check clips. Uh, I'm going to strip down my pistols. Uh, this woman scene is very intense. Are you about to fucking kill us? Jesus. <laughs> that about a not answer. You really want me to answer that? And that look. Um, and uh, and that's the first player death of this session. But it's I, not I will, um, I will put everything back. You together know too much. And chamber it and uh, put it in my holster. 
Um, Fiverr Ginsha, do you introduce yourselves to these two strangers that don't seem like locals? Oh uh, yeah, we do stand out like those ones. Well, welcome to Indy. You don't have the smell of porn on your face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, and, but and you'll said. notice that you don't look like a Hoosier. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you bought a lottery ticket? <laughs> and, and you'll notice that the elf woman has a very slightly strange uh, accent. Like English is not her first language. Uh, yeah, I got, I got to get it. You, yeah, you also notice that um, the guy has a slight way he says his ooze. <laughs> Very slight. Oh, that's right. I thought you were Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about this. Five Rod, go ahead and tell you, you can kind of pick out his accent. It's kind of Canadian. You, hers is a little hard to tell. Yeah. From Where Minnesota? are you from? Minnesota? Hand skin. <laughs> The bit of tattoo that I can see... Egyptian? I grew up in the tier. Rope. I definitely know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds important. (laughs) Yeah, like, we're on the same lines. I'm from the tier and, <laughs> and and Do they cry a lot over there? <laughs> that was bad. You know Oracle visibly choke up on hearing that. <laughs> you make bad jokes. You're my favorite so far. <laughs> okay, so she said she's from the tier. What else was said? But, um, I've never been to the tier. Never actually been out of Indianapolis. They don't exactly have an open border policy, kid. I've read. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still like to visit one day. I've heard that it's pretty easy to get diplomatic policy in there. Again, Rude just looks at him and is like annoyed and then looks away. Oh, you ray of sunshine. Mm. He's too pure. <laughs> and then I, I look, look down at you and I say, nice man. Thank you. Yeah, speaking of then, nice are we going to head out? It's, are we going to have muscle buddies over here? It serves, mm-hmm. it serves my needs. <laughs> Can I serve our need of getting out of here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are we even driving yet? No. no. <laughs> we're definitely you still have the van. You haven't left yet. I was yeah, giving you guys sort of the opportunity to introduce yourselves to each other. Fraternizing. Well, we yeah, need... we're just sort of fraternizing. They're trying to shut this down. Oracle's trying to shut this down. Honestly, I was just... Sort of procrastinating on that. We need to pick a destination. Well, I thought we already had one. Yep, all of your comm links when you check them, Somewhere. it does give you a nav point into the middle of the city. All right, go see that no picture. Hmm. Looks like I'm we're driving. stuck together for a little bit. And then he gets in the van. Sounds more like it a little it's bit, but all right. The elf woman just kind of sits in the corner. Yeah, is this a is this a 15 passenger van or have you stripped the seats out of the back? It's a big ass van. It's the it's the GMC Bulldog. It's the big big van. Yeah, big big van. Can't big, big van. Can't. So she'll just sit in the back corner near the doors, and uh, she still hasn't offered a name. I call shotgun. Okay. All right. Um, White, if you want to, you can say your character takes a nap, so that way, since you're out of the action. My character also takes a nap. Yeah, I just sort of. I'll get it out of you. Hold my breath to see if he, <laughs> to see if the Minotaur is gonna make anything pop. And when, when I say when you when I see he doesn't, I'm just like, okay, great. I actually so what, sit in what, the front. What is known then is we have Roe, Fiverr, Ginchio, and Rude. We don't know the names of these other two. 
Well, we don't ask. At least Rude doesn't. Rude doesn't care. Yeah, we we don't ha- we don't have time to really I'll care about names if you're that actually. if you're that reticent about names. Then what's the point? <laughs> so Fiber hops shotgun. Genshi, I assume, climbs in the driver's seat to drive her van, and the rest of you jump in the back. Guys? No, no, I jump in the front. I jump on top. There's no room in the front for you. Just the back. There's you only have it's a van. With two seats in the front, the rest of it is. Who had it? Who grabbed the shotgun? I I called shotgun earlier. (laughs) I move your character out of shotgun, (laughs) and I get in shotgun. Hey, hey, hey! Play nice. Uh, I was gonna say that uh, the passenger chair doesn't really support you that well. It's my van. Oh really? Oh then I don't get in it because I put you back in. (laughs) (laughs) I take one look at the the seat and I I I. Yep. <laughs> I stick my tongue out at you. Sorry, he just shrugs and is like, whatever. Yeah. He likes your he likes your okay. spunk. <laughs> All a right. little bit. Next stop. Next stop. Fixer. Alright, so you all hop in the van. I assume Kepri is going to take a nap. Uh, she's going to cast probably, she's going to cast uh, force of armor on herself. Which I haven't had to buy this for. Uh, as well as to, uh, my sure, controller for the Yeah. I could put my Bright Shield in front of you. It doesn't trust it. So it's got shock the old woman, uh, settle herself in the back. She seems to cast some spell, and then she seems to doze off. Yep, I just put my right Shield right in front of you. I'm gonna sense her. That. <laughs> I'm gonna sense I... I have masking. So, I was going to say, gives him a penalty. Yeah. And after that, we're going to go to break and we're going to pause the recording and then we'll pick back up uh, in about five minutes after that. Three, two. Company Inc. is the sole owner of any names, logos, artwork, marks, and proprietary material associated with Shadowrun. They've granted permission to Chrome City Chronicles to use this material for promotional and informational purposes, but neither endorse nor are affiliated with Chrome City Chronicles in any official capacity. Music is used in shared licensing with Epidemic Sounds, but is not affiliated or endorsing the production of Chrome City Chronicles. Any other works used in this episode belong to their respective owners.